Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's up, deucers? Before we get started with the show today, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you, that's right, you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. The best part is you can get all of this for only 15 bucks a month. And I can tell you that that's a deal from ex- the experience of being an independent podcaster. It's the wild, wild west out there, people. Blue Wire Hustle, it's a steal at 15 bucks a month. The same rate, it's the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you and you wouldn't get any of the other stuff. It would just be the initial setup and then you'd be left on your own. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports podcasting experience. But here's the thing, acceptance to the program is limited and that's in all caps. So you know it's limited. So get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash join. Check out the description in the description box on this episode to find out more, and I'll have a link there. But that's bw bw the word hustle dot com slash join. Welcome into the NBA Morning Deuce for Wednesday, February 24th. Alex, let the people know what time it is. 11.53 p.m. on the East Coast. Four. It just turned four as you were saying that. 
Wow. It's still 11.53 on my end. So I guess that's just the time difference. So that's weird. Know, that's Philly, crazy. And Philly and Miami, it's just it's a minute apart. Yeah, I oh, guess. 11.54. There we go. Okay. Oh, what a night it has been for the Deuce boys. What a st- It's been a stressful night. It's been a stressful night. Yeah. Uh, last, yesterday, I got a text today from a listener who's also a friend. But in this case, he was a listener. And it was a group text. And that group text said, I feel like I know less about NBA Top Shot after listening to this morning's deuce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so to that end, I don't, you're probably right. You probably do know less after listening to us talk about it because neither of us know anything about it other than Alex's attempting to corner the market on the Mitchell Robinson Top Shots. Yeah, it's going well. I own four of them, five, five <laughs> of those bad boys right now. Uh, but I was thinking about it during the day today, and I do want to learn more. I want to understand NBA Top Shots. So for the first time since we launched this podcast last year in the playoffs, I have put my Booker hat on, and I've decided to scour the internet for people who understand what the hell is going on with NBA Top Shot. And I'm waiting to hear back from a bunch of them, but there is one gentleman who I believe is – I don't want to say it yet, because but I think he's going to join us this week. That would be electric. And he's been on a bunch of podcasts with a bunch of like high-level top shot people. He's like a big investor. And his pinned tweet is something about how he's going to make $100,000 off NBA top shot in a week on a dare or something. So he obviously understands something about this thing. Or he's going to lose a ton of money. <laughs> I'm just either, but either way, I think no, he gets I, it. Yeah, he looks super legit. I was looking at it. Uh, so that'll be fun. And the reason why tonight was stressful was because there was a drop on NBA Top Shot about 30 minutes ago, and Alex and I were both in it. Uh, they drop. What they do is they randomly do drops for the packs. The pack drop. Pa- they do pack drops, but they release 5,000 packs at a time. You can get one per person. And the line that tonight was 85,000 85, people. So they randomly assign you a number and then whatever number you are in line, that's where you're at. I'm terrible at, at NBA top shot. Cause I got 81,000 or 88 or 81. Yeah. I was 80, I was 81,000 something in line and Alex was 55,000. So yeah. we didn't get rich tonight. I think it has something to do with where you press like the enter button, you know, you're like just not on doing the it. actual key. Yeah. You're just not yeah. doing it correctly. So. Well, probably, probably cause I didn't, hit the enter button at all no i mean when you click enter or whatever the the thing was oh yeah right so so you know we sort of not i wouldn't say we're off to a rough start but we didn't you know we didn't succeed in getting rich off random highlights that we don't understand but we trek on we trek on because there's a podcast to do and for the second night in a row well, tonight there's two games still going on as we record. The Denver Nuggets are losing with nine minutes left to the Blazers, 83-80. And for the second night in a row, in the fourth quarter, we are monitoring the Washington Wizards attempting to come back and win a game against the Los Angeles team. They're down 11 now with nine minutes left against the Clippers. I don't think they're coming back in this one, but they were getting beat pretty bad earlier. So, And Brad Beal's absurd. So. There's that too. So we'll keep an eye on that. 
the big news today that I think we're going to focus on for the most part in today's episode is the all-star reserves. There's snubs every year, obviously. And the, you know, the Twitter is it's blazing with snub talk. Mm -hmm. This year did seem particularly snubby though. Um, I think so. One really got, there's a couple, there's a couple, there's a couple. Um, So we'll, we'll get into that. I think we'll, I think we're going to, talk less about the games tonight because there was not a whole, there's not a ton of super interesting games to talk about. There's a couple that will hit, but for the most part, we'll kind of go through and give some takes and then we'll hit the all-star stuff. Um, but I will say also another update, a social media update for the deuce. Uh, you remember the other day I said, I think I'm starting to like get the hang of this thing because I got called a casual. Uh, some stat website, tweeted a picture of two stat lines for the season and said, who's having a better year statistically No, It was a blind thing, right? Like mm-hmm. blind stats. Who's having a better year statistically. And it was two different stat lines. And it said, one of these is Devin Booker and one's Shai, Shea Gilgis Alexander. Now, obviously the point that they're trying to make is that Shea Gilgis Alexander is, has more assists, more rebounds and his, his shooting efficiency is a little bit better. Like, like, maybe by like percentages, like small percentages. And I quote tweeted it and said, one guy is on one of the best teams in the NBA and shares a backcourt with a first ballot Hall of Famer. One guy is the only option for one of the worst teams in the NBA. And I got a really angry Thunder fan that was like, do you even watch basketball? (laughs) Shea Gilgis Alexander gets doubled every night and he still puts up this efficiency. And he also played with Chris Paul last year. And he also averaged 20 points a game last. So I'm, I'm getting a, I'm getting a, a hang, the hang of getting these NBA Twitter people riled up. Yeah, clearly. Or you are just a casual. I hate to say it, but I don't know. Yeah. I also didn't tweet that to insult Shea. I tweeted it at this reputable stats website to be like, why are we even comparing the two? Like, what's the comparison here? Are you trying to say that Shea is having a better season than Devin Booker? You're wrong. You're wrong. One guy is the leading scorer and the leader of one of the best teams in the NBA. One guy's putting up stats on a horrendous team. Devin Booker has been putting up Devin Booker scored 70 points in a game. I don't know how many times I have to say Devin Booker is the leader of the eight. No bubble sons. Never forget. Okay. Devin Booker has been really good on really bad teams for a long time. <laughs> like, so what are we, we're just going to compare Shea to him because he's the main guy on a bad team. Like, what are we talking about? It's that was my point was like, come on, come on. Reputable stats website. It's a stupid question. It was. And we're, we love Shea here. We're, we're big Shea guys. But- I'm a bit, I, I actually was going to respond to the guy and say, yeah. I, I like Shea, but then the drop got announced and mm-hmm. I, my, focus got pack totally drop. taken away the pack drop so but hey look i'm obviously saying the right things it's all about engagement you mm-hmm. know it's all about engagement it's all about analytics yeah all, all these things there's yeah. things there's a lot I'm of things trying desperately to come up with another buzzword and i, I think i yeah, talked about it too those are the main the, the main two yeah i was saying i was talking to someone earlier today who just launched his own website and some like to like merch and no one's bought anything yet. And, and someone wanted to buy it. And he was like, Oh yeah, just tell them to, uh, 
just tell them to, instead of buying it on the website, just buy it directly from me. And then I won't have to pay taxes. And I was like, yeah, but the analytics. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah but, yeah, but I'm going to lose money. I'm like, yeah, but you're going to gain analytics. Yeah. Down <laughs> the like, road, it'll all pay off when we're just trading. He's like, he's like it's one. He's like, it's one person. I'm like, yeah. But <laughs> as, right now, the analytics say you have zero shoppers. It's all about the analytics. The uh, the big buzzword that the uh, the kind people that employ me is to lean in to content that resonates on all platforms. That's the uh, if that yeah. doesn't get you going, then I don't think I don't think analytics are for you. Yeah, I just went from six to midnight. Yeah, yeah. It's twelve oh two here. <laughs> I that sounds a lot like where I used to work, and you used to work with me. Mm-hmm. It's very similar, some very similar philosophies at, at these. At, uh, at big digital, as I like to call it. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. All right, well, let's run through some of these games from tonight real quick uh, so we can get into the all-star snubs and flubs. Uh, the biggest game story game-wise tonight was Luka Doncic. Uh, Is that what they're calling him these days? Yeah, Luka Doncic. Uh Hitting that, hitting a buzzer beating three point game winner to beat the Celtics, 110, 107. And the crazy thing was, and I, I, I tweeted it on my personal Twitter account, Joseph R11, at Joseph R11, uh, a side by side. It was the exact same shot that he beat the Clippers with in overtime in the playoffs last year. This step back from the left wing three over a defender. It was, it was nuts. It was yeah, pretty it, uncanny. The two uh, like the side by side is really cool. You know how they like track like um, like data points and like where guys are on the court. That's probably like the exact little data point that uh, Doncic was standing on for both shots. It's yeah, it was pretty wild. Uh, no matter what happens in in this season, like like for Dallas, this is why he's just he must see TV. And people get excited because he does sit like this regularly. Mm-hmm. Not this, but he's so damn good. Like no matter what we, no matter what knocks we have on this, him or this team, ever, he's just so good. And he's so young. You know, what's crazy is I've had two, like two people, two casuals, honestly, not even, not, not big NBA fans that I've fucking casuals. <laughs> two separate people have described his game as it looks like he's playing at a different speed. Like well, he people, is. Yeah, it's people that watch him for the first time are like, "What's this looks different?" You know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's remarkable. Christian Wood just tweeted casuals today. By the way, <laughs> that's like all he then, put was casuals. Yeah, it's just his like his favorite term, I guess. I think he was. Oh, because he is it all star related. I'm assuming. I'm assuming, and yeah. I'm guessing he's calling the coaches casuals. Maybe because the coaches are the ones who pick the reserves. <laughs> awesome yeah christian wood's good uh boston's in a mess they have two all-stars and they can't win a game yeah uh and i'm starting to think by the way their two all-stars are playing out of their minds 28 from jason tatum and 29 from jalen brown and kemba had 21 they just have nothing else you know what i'm starting to think I'm starting to think Daniel Tice might just be a backup center, you know. Him <laughs> <laughs> and Aaron Baines are just the same yeah. guy. <laughs> turns out you might not be a great team with Daniel Tice as your uh, your number one big. 
Well, he's their starting four, which is a problem. Yeah. And again, that this is where the Marcus Smart being injured crushes them because they should be starting Jason Tatum at the four. And and Jalen should be the three and Marcus Smart should be in the backcourt with Kemba. But they literally have no one else right now. <laughs> they just don't have any other good players that they can play. They have a bunch of young guys. So uh, the Heat have a chance to – and I think right now – Boston's 15 and 16. Um, like Miami is 14 and 7. Miami could end up with a better record than Boston at the All-Star break. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. I think, I mean, we we've I think Boston will make a big move. I really do. Because this team, your your star power is too strong to to not go into the playoffs and give your child like self a chance to win the East. And right now, I don't think this roster wins the East. I don't even think it's close with the Nets, you know. No. Um so I don't know. I think, not many are, but this one's. I just think they make a big splash at some point. Yeah, I think they probably will. Uh, the other game of importance, at least from an on-the-court perspective, is, at least to me, and I think because of how much we have emphasized it in this podcast, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atlanta loses to Cleveland 112-111. And here we go. This is it. This is it. This is it. This is this is what we were talking. We've been talking about for a week now. Uh, Lloyd Pierce comes back. The Hawks have been playing the best basketball maybe all year, but definitely in the last month. Lloyd Pierce comes back. They lose to Cleveland, who is on a 10-game losing streak. They are playing the worst basketball in the NBA right now. And like- the last the last possessions the last defensive possession and offensive possession might have been their worst back-to-back possessions of the entire season like that they missed they they had the ball i think there was 19 seconds left there's 13 seconds on the shot on the clock they missed a shot the Cavs come down they're they're focused on colin sexton and not letting him score because by the way stud uh and he passes to Lamar Stevens, who I still don't even know who this guy is. Lamar Stevens goes right down the lane, and everyone on the Hawks just watches him. And he, and he just walks down the lane for a dunk. The Hawks get it with like six or seven seconds left. Trey Young goes down, and this is the one time in his career doesn't want to take a 30-foot three. Instead, he passes it to the corner. They didn't even get a shot off. That's, that's all coaching, dude. That's all coaching terrible defensive possession and they're not like i know that that's a tough that is a tough spot for a team no timeouts gotta push it but you i mean you practice that stuff like you prepare for that stuff like here's what we do down by a point with less than 10 seconds no timeout this is what we do and they just looked like they were they've never even been prepared for that situation yeah, it's not good. And I like Lloyd Pierce. So, I mean, it is probably coaching. It, it is also possible that Trey Young's just not the brightest, but I don't know. You know, like That's to possible. not get a shot is, is insane. I mean, well, but, the, I, but have, he's the one who should be taking the shot. Like, I know. If he's the yeah. guy, he should be taking the shot. Now, yeah. by the way, John Collins left this game concussion protocol. So, well, that could be part of it. Still shouldn't lose to the Caps. Mm-hmm. This team's been haunted by injuries. 
as we've noted a lot. So, but they still were winning basketball games over the last, they were still two of the last three and playing really good basketball. And now all of a sudden they lose to the team playing the worst basketball in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I was very close to throwing down some money on Lloyd Pierce plus 750 to be the next coach fired. But I still think it's a meatloop all of them. Yeah, he looks like he's he's the favorite of Mister. Where do you even find that line? That's incredible. (laughs) Um, On Bet Online. Okay. Um, He looks like a broken man, Luke Walton. Like he looks like if he got fired, he just wouldn't care at this point. He'll Mm -hmm. go get an assistant. He'll go back to Golden State and be an assistant. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he just looks sick of it. I mean, they just lose every night. It doesn't. They only lost by nine to Brooklyn tonight, but it could have been 10 times worse. It's just like mm-hmm. Brooklyn seemed like they weren't, they were toying with them. Um, so yeah, Brooklyn beat Sacramento 127, 118. Um, the Warriors ended up beating the Knicks. It's fine. The Knicks, the interesting thing about the Knicks is every time the Knicks play, get within a game of 500, I'm just, I have a tweet ready that's like, as of, February 23rd, 2021, the Knicks are a 500 team or whatever the date. And they, st- they just can't get there. Every time they're within a game of 500, they lose. Here we go again. Here we go again with Alex being frozen. Oh boy. This guy in his moving. So for those of you who don't uh, realize what I've been going through on this podcast the last day, this dude has moved to a new apartment and his internet just doesn't work. I'm literally looking at a frozen face right now. I don't think it's my internet because I did another podcast earlier today. Alex, I'm still talking to the people right now and I'm explaining how your internet stinks and it has stunk for at least two or three days now. Um, I'm back and I can hear you and I'm extremely frustrated. I'm not going to let it get to me on the pod. I I won't let the episode suffer. So unlike yesterday Um, when you froze three times, I'm just going to talk through it this time because I don't feel like editing at one in the morning, (laughs) your freeze out. Yeah, that's totally understandable. And the other thing is you're really good at just (laughs) continuing to talk about basketball. Um, Yeah. Well, this time I was just talking about how your internet stinks. Yeah, well, it does. And I know what the issue is. And I just am not totally confident in my internet provider to fix it in a timely manner. So this will get resolved this weekend at the latest. And I apologize. Well, what I was saying before you were so rudely interrupted by your shit internet Mm -hmm. was that I have the, I've been wanting to tweet for a while about the Knicks finally being a 500 team. And every time they get within one game of 500, they lose. It's like, they're just, they don't want to quite get there. Yep. You they know, lost. Uh, you know, Tibbs wants to get there more than anything in the entire world. He's probably about to explode. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. Um, there was a quote from Tibbs that was like, I'm, I'm not happy unless I'm miserable or something like that. And Emmanuel quickly showed up to the arena the other day with that quote, like on a shirt. Really? Yeah. Wait, what's yeah. the quote? I'm not happy unless I'm miserable. Yeah. Something like that. Cause he's like, <laughs> he's like that. He's like, he's, he's like a typical coach. Like he works 30 hours a day. He doesn't sleep. He doesn't do any, he, he just basketball all the time. He's angry. He's just trying to figure out how to win. Like, I, I don't know if that's the exact quote, but it's something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Sounds miserable. I but think happy. Yeah. Somewhat miserable. Making a lot of money though. Uh, your boys were 
I almost tweeted, how do you say for, is it Furcon or for can for con cork moss? Uh, um, is your word play? Is it, wait, is now? it for can? It, I, I thought it was, if it was for, if it was for can, I was going to say, I was after the first quarter, I was going to tweet. Yes. For can. Yeah. I think it, I think people would get it. I, would get I know, a but <laughs> <laughs> he was electric in the first quarter. Um, yeah. Philly beat Toronto one Oh nine, one Oh two. Uh, yeah, neither team really played very well. What is bizarre and is what something really interested, interesting to keep an eye on, especially the next time these two teams meet, is Aaron Baines just has Joel Embiid's number. Like, he just doesn't play well against him. He's And he's all of Australia. He, yeah. Saw him in the shower. <laughs> he's all of Australia. So here's next time the Sixers play the Raptors. I'm going to take the under for Joel Embiid's points as assuming Aaron Baines is healthy because he just bothers him. He's just such a brute. Aaron really Bynes. bothers Aaron Bynes. Aaron yeah. Bynes. I was waiting for that. Basketball. Doesn't Aaron sound Bynes. as good as your Stephen Adams one. Yeah, I've, I've, I've practiced Stephen Adams a lot more. Stephen Adams? Yeah. I've practiced that a lot well, more. It's tough because it starts with a vowel. Air, air, what, Aaron? Iron. Yeah. Aaron Bynes. Iron Baines plays basketball. Yeah, it's not as strong. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, it's funny because he stinks this year. Like, I guess it's the only time he plays well is against Joel Embiid, it seems like. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. I can't figure it out. But Embiid was three for 13 tonight. Probably has something to do with the fact that I, I, he's like pushing 40. Yeah. Maybe. He's really, he's pretty old. Yeah. Um, but they won. Tobias Harris's dad is not happy that he's not an all star. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, what else? Detroit. I part of what one of my bets tonight that I thought was a lock was Orlando minus four against Detroit, and then Detroit beat the brakes off of them mm-hmm. 1593. By the way, after this is done, I'm gonna. I found a if it's still there on the marketplace, there was a Jeremy Grant top shot for $32. I'm gonna get that, yeah. That uh, could be could be nice. I think that's going to be my first top shot purchase. Okay, he's going to win. He's going to win most improved player. Yeah, and you then, would think. And when a guy wins an award, his value is immediately going to see. Go that's up. what I'm not totally sure about because, like, I, if they come out with a better card or a better, maybe moment, you know what? Maybe I'll wait till this guy comes on and I'll ask him. Like, yeah, if if there's like a a like a strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detroit beat Orlando 105-103. And that's all we really have to say about that because no one cares about that game. Yeah. Um, Milwaukee. So I, I actually the Minnesota game is interesting. It's their first game with uh, Chris Finch as their head coach. Um, I thought this would be a closer game because I usually when it's it's a weird thing, right? Because when a coach gets fired in the middle of the season, a lot of times the players are just over. They're like over it. They're like, ah, we don't. But I, I think a lot of them really liked Ryan Saunders. So mm-hmm. a lot of times when they're when a coach gets fired and the players are over that coach and they bring in an interim or a new coach, they players like it's like that honeymoon phase where it's like, all right, new new start, new this. So that's what I kind of expected. Plus, Milwaukee hasn't been playing great. Nah, didn't matter. Milwaukee beat the shit out of them. 139, 112. Um, so did you hear that? No. What? Uh, the h- highlights started playing on my computer. Oh, uh, no, no. We're good. I can tell you. Um, so I guess really not a huge thing. Interestingly, though, Cat and others, but Cat specifically, like people are not happy that David Vanterpool didn't get this job. 
and Cat specifically, he didn't. I don't. I don't think he mentioned Vanderpool, but him and a and few others were, have mentioned. Like, I think a lot of the disappointment is that he's a, it's a black another black head coach getting passed over who was mm-hmm. on the bench who a lot of people think and Cat talked about like black head coaches getting passed over. So that's an interesting situation too. Where it's yeah. like. I don't, I'm sure he, I'm sure event, I'm sure if the, if this guy Finch is good, which everyone says he's, he's supposed to be good. I don't know. Then it'll all be fine. Cause winning kind of cures everything. But in the, in the meantime, like right now to fire a coach, have a guy on your bench that everyone thinks is ready to be a coach, a black, a potential black head coach that players clearly seemingly support in a, when there's not a ton of black head coaches or front office people getting hired. If Finch, like if they, if they like fail miserably, even this year, there's going to be a lot of questions. Like why did we even do like, why did we do this for? Mm -hmm. Especially because the team has talent. Like it's just weird. Like it's not a team that should only have seven wins, but it has been injured. That's why I thought Ryan Saunders got boned so bad because he didn't have time to play. Like if Finch steps in and this team's great, you know, do you point to his good coaching or do you point to them being healthy? Yeah. Like I'm not a huge Jared Vanderbilt guy, but a, like Ricky Rubio, Malik Beasley, Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards is not bad. It's not yeah. horrible. It's not like uh, a starting, like it's not four players that should be getting blown off the court every night. Right. And it's so. a team that can, should be, you know, beating other bad teams from time to time. Yep. Uh, Milwaukee just continuing. I think this is now three in a row. And I'll, I'll, I'll repeat it, you know, broken record. I would assume people will think, but whatever saving boot boot holes are just for a, a little while longer beating up on bad teams. Mm-hmm. And this know? is, I mean, they really do not lose to bad teams. So that's, that's a good thing, but it's also not like <laughs> that mm-hmm. great to hang your hat on when you're trying to win a championship. I mean, let, let's just think about this. Okay. Now this team's been together. They've gone deep. They like, you know, they, they've made playoff runs. They've been together, but would you rather have Malik Beasley, Ricky Rubio and Anthony Edwards or DJ Augustine, Dante DiVincenzo or, and Brooke Lopez? Just those three uh, of those, like, three, of, yeah. of the, like the yeah. three verse three, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll take that Timberwolves trio every day. Right. It's just, so it's interesting. And then you have Kat and Giannis, obviously Giannis, but um, I, I just said like, uh, and it's the point is just to make it it's just making a point like talent wise, they're not awful. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll see if they can turn it around. Uh, Washington lost by a lot. Cl- the Clippers pulled away. So it was, be- that was bound to happen. The, I mean, obviously the Clippers are playing incredible basketball and, mm-hmm. and it's a, a West coast swing back to back West right? coast swing and the wizards, they won five in a row. Yeah. They, they went from being one of the worst teams in the NBA to winning five in a row. So worth noting to... only one three pointer from Russell Westbrook. Somebody got in his ear or he got in his own. I don't know, but they asked him about it. And he said? he said, he I'm, said, I'm healthy. He said part of why he was shooting so much is because he didn't feel like he had his explosiveness to get to the rim. Interesting. Um, it's possible. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's the best way to handle that, but okay. I mean, I, it's, I mean, it just, it, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not like, like just not being healthy doesn't mean you should be taking yeah. six threes a game, Maybe. but he did it. He did answer the question. Yeah. That's good. 
Uh, and Portland, well, it's Portland's losing by seven to the Nuggets with 18 seconds left. So it looks yeah. like Portland on a little bit of a slide here after playing really good basketball. Jokic is Jokic is back 41 tonight mm. and with 18 seconds left. Good win for Denver because they've also not been playing very well. Um, so, you know, a lot of these games over the next week or so, it's like everyone's just sort of, it feels like everyone's just kind of limping their way to all-star. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, let's get there. Let's get this break. You know, whatever happens, it's not as important because the season starts in earnest after the all-star break, especially in the Eastern conference. Yeah. Cause it's everything. Well, so open. everything's so wide open. Like it's like a new year. We don't even know what the schedule is yet. That's how new of a season it is starting after the break. So you know? weird. Uh, be, so before we, um, I'm going to throw this out there before we start talking all-star, we do have to play one, one bit of business that is making Anthony Edwards. I mean, he's just this kid. And I say kid because we, he's just such a kid, mm-hmm. but I hope he never changes. Like I hope he becomes the absolute star that he has the talent to be. And he continues to be this guy because he just becomes more and more likable. And just by the, by the week, mm-hmm. it's just a new soundbite or a new story or something. So this was, before the game today in media availability. Okay. So if you get a win tonight, that would breed confidence going into those next four games against teams in the similar spots beside you in the table. Where are you from, Jim? Ireland. I like your accent. It's tough. I want to learn how to talk like that. But ask your question again. I was too much listening to your accent. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) And... uh... (laughs) so genuine that's what that really is what like it's just genuine like he was intrigued and you can't see it on this you can't see it on the audio but like his smile too yeah he was so genuinely just just like like intrigued by that accent he had to talk about it yeah just that i love it this this guy's a walking soundbite i can't wait till he starts rapping yeah he says says he's a great rapper he's got to become an all-star first right he's like the baby yeah He, he said he had to become an all-star first before he drops his music is that what he said? I think I think it was, or maybe he said, "I have to become like established in the league first, which I think is pretty. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Way to go about it. Yep. Uh, um, I know we want to get to All Star, but I do have to remind you of something. Hmm. We forgot to bag on oh, Young's hair. Jesus, thank you, <laughs> God, thank you. I I actually I did. Oh man, I did. I texted you and I said, all caps. Please remind me. Please, please remind me. Uh, so we did, yeah. So in the hot, God, all right. By the way, all of a sudden, Denver is only up on Portland by oh, someone going by by, by three with four seconds left. Someone so, going full Tracy McGrady out there. Let me see. Let me see. I can uh, let me see if I can throw it on before it ends. Uh, yeah. So Trey Young. Uh, look, we may have even talked about it on this show in the past about how terrible his hair is, but. I mean, good God, like, I just don't understand how it's, how he's still, like, how he hasn't, like, someone in his life (laughs) has to 
have gone to him at some point and been like, I think it's time to do something about this. His hair is so disgusting. It's gross. Like it makes him look like a, like a, like it makes him look gross. <laughs> he's kind of weird looking. Yeah. And I don't want to like shame somebody and all that, but he's kind of already a weird looking dude. But the hair, like mid game, when he's sweating and yeah, that's sweating. It's, it's disgusting and it's wispy and it's just like it honestly to me looks like one. You know when a baby comes out of the womb and has a ton of ton of hair, like that's what it looks like to me. <laughs> oh, honestly, oh, yeah. and, like, and you're surprised because you're like, oh, that baby is, is born with a ton of hair. That's kind of remarkable. It's just hilarious because he he looks like a, a child. I know. I think of it every time, and I'm just I'm stunned every time I see it. Here's the and the thing that also blows me away about it is this like you maybe it's because he's a millionaire and he just doesn't give a shit but like for example there's a lot of times where we get like when we used to do this show on youtube before we would get on you would like constantly fix your hair (laughs) and i was just like dude you look good you look fine yeah i just want to make sure my hair is okay and like when i leave the house i like say okay i just want to make sure my hair is not like just flying all over the place Mm -hmm. And no one cares about us. No one gives a shit. No about one us. cares about me. Guys on national TV every day. If I, and and I know this, I know he's watching film because they have films. I know they have film sessions. If I was him and I was watching myself on film every day, I'd be like, oh, I got to do something about that. <laughs> like he, how, he can't be watching himself being like, that looks good. Maybe he's not watching any film and that's causing distress between him and Lloyd Pierce. Maybe that's the key. I mean, he can't be watching film. He can't be watching that and not doing anything about his hair. It's blow. It's mind blowing. If he I, like, I, like literally, there's. It just doesn't make sense. How like it's not like, and it, and it's not even like Anthony Davis, where Anthony Davis was like, I'm not shaving the unibrow because it's part of my brand. Mm-hmm. Because it was weird, but it was different. <laughs> but it is what it is. And like when you're pl- when he's playing on the floor, like when he's playing. You can't see the you, you can't see the brow all the time. Mm-hmm. You have to see like the close up. The hair, Trey Young's disgusting hair. It's all it's everywhere. It's all over the place. And, and there's no way he's shooting. To be honest, it's, I mean, it's in his hair. It's in his face. He's like the opposite of Samson. Like yes. if he shaves his head, he'll get more power. <laughs> yeah, but wow, that's well, a Bible. That's Old a Bible, Testament joke. There. That's a, that's a Bible pull. It's a Bible pull. Uh, he he. Yeah, he I, like. I would imagine, and I do know some of the people that like do PR for his his agency. They like I would imagine if he was like, I want to make this part of my brand. They'd be like, Trey, I don't I, I don't think that's a good idea, man. Yeah, or they'd make up like a like a fake um, poll that they did and be like, people don't like it. People don't like that. You think he has like a just a really strange looking head? You think that's why he he's like. I think refuses his, to let it go. No, I think his hair is thinning mightily and like, but he is leaving it, the strands that are there intact. I don't know. It just, he looks like a bird that like got electrocuted. I don't know. It, it's really, it's really <laughs> bizarre. I can't put my finger on it. I just know that it bothers me every time. Oh, it's, it's, it's terrible. I've been wanting to talk about it. I wanted to talk about it the other day and then Ryan Saunders got fired. Mm-hmm. And then every show I've been meaning, like yesterday I was going to bring it up because of Kendrick, Kenrich, the the dude on Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, Kenrich Williams, mm-hmm. his hair is amazing. 
And I actually even tweeted, shout out to the uncontested pod, I think is the name of it. Guy should know this. He, they're on Blue Wire. They're the Oklahoma City podcast. Mm. But I tweeted out, I was like, is there a name for this haircut that this man has? Or is it just like a creation of his own? And apparently it's called a shag. Love that. It kind of just looks like a mullet. But if you don't know what I'm talking about, go take a look. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty awesome. And then I wanted, I was going to bring that up yesterday and then I forgot. And then I was going to contrast it with how gross Trey Young's hair is. Well, but, there's the contrast. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we, 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 we hit on that pretty hard there. We covered Trey Young's hair. I don't think well. you could add, I don't think you'd ever hit on it too hard. No, it's, it's terrible. It's the worst it's ever. Bad. I've had some bad haircuts in my life. I had like really long hair. I had really long hair. That was probably pretty gross when it was long, like and especially in high school. Some pictures of me. Mm. I was a wreck, but I was in high school. He's a, this guy's on a, a public figure. Yeah, he he could clean, like, easily, clean up, dude. He could clean pay up. for just a barber to just be. He could pay he for new hair. Yeah. <laughs> that, if he's maybe, that worried about his hair, like hair hair transplant. Hair plugs. That is where he should take his brand. He just becomes the face of hair plugs and he shows up one day with like the best hair in the league and it's what hair. If plugs. He sh- what if he showed up with a like a, a straight up toupee? That'd be awesome. I mean, shaved he, his he, head and just has like a side part toupee. I wouldn't even care about how bad his defense is or like how inefficient he is. He would just, he, that'd be incredible. Yeah. So if he would even like address it, maybe like came mm-hmm. out publicly and like there's been a lot of talk. <laughs> or I think he kind of talks. There's been a lot of talk. Like he kind of talks like that, right? He have you ever heard him? Yeah, talk? I it, think he, he's kind of talk. weasley. Man, I'm it's ripping on Trey Young. It's been it's been a lot of talk about my hair. It's kind of how he talks. <laughs> um, and then he just owned it. It's like, but I don't give a shit what you guys think. I like my wispy hair. I'd respect that. Mm-hmm. He should not care what I have to say. By the way, like uh, he, <laughs> it's just. It looks subjectively gross. I think my, my, I, I guess my issue is less with whether he cares what I think mm-hmm. and more that he doesn't care more yeah. about what he thinks. Yeah. Like, how is he not like, how is that guy other than being a really good basketball player and being rich? Like, how is he not self-conscious? <laughs> like, <laughs> how is he not self-conscious about that disgusting hair? Yeah. Probably looks at his bank what, account and then just like, yeah, I'm fine. It's probably true. All right. Let's talk about All-Star. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcast. So the starters were named last week, just as a refresher, the West starters. And by the way, the, the, the starters don't really matter because they draft, but it's they got the they draft the starters first and then they draft the reserves. Mm-hmm. So the starter pool from the West is Luca, Steph Curry. Jokic and Kawhi and LeBron is the captain. And then for the East, it's Katie's the captain, Kyrie, Brad Beal, Giannis, and Embiid. And then tonight, 
the the reserves were named, and the West pool is Anthony Davis, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Zion. Uh, and then the East pool is Jalen Brown, James Harden, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, and Vucevic. Uh, so, no, who? So the the biggest snub I think that well, there's two snubs that I think people are really up in arms about. One is obviously Devin Booker mm-hmm. because LeBron tweeted about it. He said he's the most hated or disrespected player in the NBA. Wow. And second is Damian Lillard. Uh, so it's book is one. And then I think for the people who actually watch basketball and follow basketball, DeMontis Sabonis not making it is sort is an absolute travesty. That That's the one that got me pretty riled up. Um, and I, I think it was just because I was looking for that name. Um, I, I, I don't think one's worse than the other, but my immediate reaction when Shams tweeted out the list, I was like, how the hell is Sabonis not an all-star? But yeah, then realizing Booker wasn't either, it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'll say this. I, I was on another podcast earlier today discussing it, and I didn't even consider Vucevic. Yeah, it, I mean, his numbers are actually, they're fantastic. He's but... Pl- yeah, but they, they're fantastic kind of every year, yeah. but they're bad this year. And it's not his fault. So I guess I wonder, like, because it's the coach's choice, are they saying, like, well, it's not his fault that they're bad, they're banged up and they're injured, but he's still playing great. But if that's the case, then this guy who is uh, on Shea Gilgis-Alexander's nuts would have a case for Shea being an all-star. <laughs> he's probably... There's a lot of OKC fans who are thought he was going to be an all-star. And it's like, dude, he's on the worst team in the NBA. I don't know. I, I, we know there's no set criteria, but like when you just think of like an all-star and an all-star season, it's Sabonis over Vucevic. How does the fourth, my question is becomes, how does the fourth best team in the Eastern conference not have an all-star? Yeah. That, I mean, it's crazy. And it also talks about what he's doing without help. You know, I mean, it's a good team, but. Well, Brogdon's Brogdon's borderline all-star. Yes. Yes. But. Um, one of their best scorers was traded and they, the return is not healthy yet. Um, so I, I think that was a no brainer mess up. I, I put there's, there's over Ben Simmons, to be honest with there's you. There's four, there are four. I don't mind Ben Simmons. I know you don't love it, but I don't mind Ben Simmons because they have this, they have the best record in the East. So mm-hmm. two, two players from that team, I'm fine with it. Um, but there's four teams in the Eastern conference that are above 500. Two of them have two players. Philly, actually, Philly has two players. Brooklyn has three players. The Bucks have Giannis. And the Pacers are the other team. They didn't get anybody. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Every other, well, I, I shouldn't say that. I was, I was going to say every other team in the in the Eastern playoffs has an all-star, but the Raptors didn't get it. Right. But the Knicks got one, and deservedly so. Julius Randle absolutely should be in. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Boston has two. The Bulls, who are an eight seed right now, got Zach Levine, who absolutely deserves to be in. But none of them are having like a substantially better year than Sabonis, who's on the four seeds. That, that that's crazy. I know. Doesn't make any sense. He could have made it over Ben Simmons, but he definitely should have made it over Vooch, who I get it. They're having a bad year, or they're banged up, but they're thirteen and nineteen. Mm-hmm. And he's their only option. That that's like the thing. Yeah, like, there I, should be there should be credit to being on a good being mm-hmm. doing it for a good team because it means something. I just remember two weeks ago or so when we were talking about this and we were wondering, you know, 
is Julius Randle not going to make the all-star team? Because you think all the forwards, and we were saying Sabonis was like in our minds a lock at that point in time. We were listing guys that would have to get it ahead of Julius Randle. And Sabonis, he was like the first name that we talked about, like one mm-hmm. of them, you know? It's just it's crazy to me. And Devin Booker got absolutely jobbed. I think that sucks. Maybe it'll Yeah, so there's there's a lot of people saying that like that it's absurd that Chris Paul made it over Devin Booker. And I will here's my argument. Zion shouldn't be on the all-star team. Yeah. I and it's for true. the and it's for the same reasons why Nikola Vucevic should not be on the all-star team. And there's multiple, there's multiple levels to it. One, Devin Booker, the leading scorer and the best player on the team with the second best record in the loss column in the Western conference. They've won 12 of 14. They won nine of their last 10. They are arguably the hottest team in the NBA. You could put Utah in there too, but I think even over the last stretch they've even been hotter because utah's lost one or two over it uh, so they deserve to have two players in the all-star game if they're playing that well like at that level whereas how could brandon ingram's numbers be up across the board from last year when he made the all-star team but he's not on the all-star team but zion who's only averaging a couple more points than him per game is on the all-star team, but this team is substantially worse defensively than they were last year. They're 28th in the league in defensive rating. They're not even, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I, don't, I, just, I really don't. I don't think so either. So I wonder like, what are, what's, what are the coaches looking at? Are the coaches falling into this Zion trap too? Like that. Well, and this is, again, this is not saying he's not a good player. Just saying like, what is the criteria? You're talking about a guy averaging 24 a game on one of the best teams in the NBA, not making the all-star game for a guy averaging 25 a game on a bad team. It doesn't make sense. So I actually did not realize that the coaches, purely the coaches determine the reserves. Yeah. Okay. I thought there was, Oh, Joey dropped his headset. I'm gonna just stall. <laughs> went to scratch my ear and my headphones fell off. <laughs> um, back, yeah. I, yeah. I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's just the coaches. Yeah, no, it is because it's interesting because I was talking to Norris Cole earlier, former Heat point guard, two-time NBA champion, and we were discussing the All-Star game and like who would get in, who were the locks. And he's like, he's like, you never really know how the coaches see it. There's a way that we see it and coaches see things differently. Mm-hmm. And then I texted him almost immediately afterwards. It came out and I was like, Vucevic made it. He's like, I told you, you, you just don't know. The coaches see something different than what we see, which is understandable. Yeah. But I still, it's just like, you're telling me Devin Booker's not having a better year than Zion? Is I, like, I don't are they falling? It seems like they're falling for the flash a little bit. Mm-hmm. I also, I wonder when the coaches cast their ballot because Booker has really come on of late. I still like, not that. But isn't it, he still the leading scorer on the second, one of the best teams yeah, in the NBA? No, I know. I'm I mean, just saying if, if coaches' ballots came in two weeks ago or something, I don't really know. I don't know when they vote for it. But like, and, and, and to the argument that he should be in over Chris Paul, like they voted Chris Paul in on impact. Yeah. They didn't vote him in on stats. Mm-hmm. Right. They're basically saying this team was bad last year or borderline last year. And now they're one of the best teams in the league. What's the difference? Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. That's that's how he got in. That's like yeah. a legacy vote. 
And I, it's kind of like nobody's really against that. You know, Chris Paul is an all like he, a lot of people were a lot of people. Oh, they were pissed about because I mean, it's Twitter. I mean, it's Twitter. So they're just like, how is Devin Booker not in over Chris Paul? But I get it. Yeah. He makes them better. I mean, he's made them into a great, there, there, there is there's just a a non-statistical value in a player who just makes a team substantially better and potentially like a conference finals contender. Like, Mm -hmm. so he should be in. And there's some people that don't necessarily think, I I think Rudy and Donovan Mitchell should be in. But there are some people that think Mike Conley is having a better year than Donovan Mitchell, which I thought was an interesting one. Yeah. I probably haven't, don't know it, close, haven't seen it close enough. But uh, the Booker thing, the Sabonis thing, both, I very much agree that they got snubbed. Um, the only other guy that could have potentially made it over maybe like a Ben Simmons would be like Bam, because you know, you look at the heat right now and after everything that's gone on, they're 14 and 17. And he's really been the one thing that's been constant for them all year. And he's putting up, I mean, he's averaging like very similar numbers to what he averaged last year. In fact, I think he's averaging better numbers than last year through this time. And, you know, I saw a, a, a pretty, you know, big heat outlet down here being like, if they were 15 and 15, he probably would make it. But because of like the rocky start, mm-hmm. I think I believe that. I think that's probably knocked. spot on. Yeah. Um, so he's the only one, but I, I wouldn't even call him not making it a snub because Sabonis and Randall are having better statistical years on better teams. Mm-hmm. And Ben Simmons, for whatever anybody thinks about Ben Simmons, second best player on the best team in the East. I, do- I think the best team, it's I don't think you can knock them for putting two players from the best team in the all-star game. Yeah. And I do. I also wonder if, I mean, Rudy Gobert has been a multi-time all-star for his defense. And I think Ben Simmons reputation as like an absolute elite defender. I think it, he's going to be in the mix for defensive player of the year. Right? Yeah. So I think this, this all-star appearance has to do with, with that. And that, I mean, that's a great thing. It's just not my personal, what I associate with an all-star. Right. So now I, I'm not happy that book didn't get in. I'm not as mad as others. It is what it is. He is having a good year. Very good. They're having a great year and he's their best player. Well, Chris Paul is probably their best player, but you know what I mean? I am mad Sabonis didn't get in because somebody from Indy should be in. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least the Suns got an all-star. Indy didn't even get one. I am ecstatic that Julius Randle and Zach Levine are in the all-star game. Me too. I mean, those, I mean, the way those guys are playing, you can't, you just can't keep them off. I mean, Julius Randle, I almost tweeted this today, this question, but I guess it's probably an unfair question because of the injuries. But, like, if the Knicks make the playoffs this year, does he already have a better Knicks career than Porzingis did? did Porzingis only made one all-star game. Did they – they didn't even sniff the playoffs when he was there? Or no, did they, did they get in Maybe that one time? they might have not got knocked out in the first round. Yeah. Like, that, la- that first year when Melo was still there, I think. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I mean, maybe because <laughs> the season he's putting up is just so incredible. Only that... only Nick player in NBA in, in the history of the franchise to average 23, 11 and five. Wow. But I mean, I, no one does that. I mean, that's yeah. that's like a new age thing where bigs do all these things. Mm-hmm. But still, I mean, if he does that for the whole season, he's going to be a historic Nick in his second year. Mm-hmm. 
And no uh, shot, no shot they are 15 and 17 without this kind of season. You know what I mean? Like those yeah. numbers are are getting them wins that we didn't yeah. even think they'd be anywhere. Yeah, close I've been watching. Yeah, because I've been watching a lot of them and yeah, they, they're Ross. They're not good. Like they don't have a good roster. I, know. I see. I mean, like we talked about replacement level players. If you sub in a replacement level player for Julius Randle, this is probably the, the worst team in the league. Maybe Derek Rose has been re- Derek Rose has been really good for them and quickly is good sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like when he gets minutes and he gets shots. Uh, but Alfred Payton's not good. Yeah. RJ Barrett is extremely up and down. Mitch Robinson's hurt. They're playing T- Taj Gibson a lot. He stinks. They lean on Reggie Bullock to be their best shooter. Like it's just, you're right. Randall, without the what he's doing, they would be still a good defensive team because that's what Tibbs does, but they wouldn't be able to score. And mm-hmm. He's doing everything for them. Yeah. That's why I was like, I wonder if he could get most improved player because of the body of work, like all around. But yeah, I just feel like he's been good enough so far in his career that, you know. Yeah, no, his but his stats are like up across the board. He's having career highs and and he's an all-star. And like again, I feel like with these awards, like substance should matter or like value should matter. Like I get it. Yes, Jeremy Grant is most improved, but is he most improved or is he is his situation most improved? That's that's something that I think should be looked at too, right? Yeah, like, but it's tough was to he, parse apart. Was he that good? Was he this good in Denver and he just didn't have an opportunity to get 30 touches a game? Whereas like Julius Randle has always been pretty talented, but now all of a sudden he's an all-star. Mm-hmm. Like, did he actually get better? Whereas Jeremy Grant just got a better opportunity. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, those type of awards are always just stat driven, but I, I feel like they should be like, that should be looked at a little bit. Like if you go back and watch the tape, like did Jeremy Grant have done some of these things? If, if Denver gave him a chance, did he all of a sudden in one off season, just learn how to play Man, no, it's off, good. It, offensively? It, it, fair question. I'm definitely interested to see when the voting comes out at the end of the year, if Randall gets some votes, we'll dive into all that. Yeah. I don't think he will. I don't even think he's in the discussion. Yeah. Especially because if Christian Wood comes back, he'll be, I mean, he, he's going to get, mm-hmm. he would, I think if Christian Wood wouldn't have got hurt, by the way, he had a real legit shot to beat out Jeremy Grant because that, that they were playing well, like they could have potentially been a playoff team the way they were starting to play with him. Yeah. And they haven't won a game since he went out. So he would have had a real legit chance, mm-hmm. but um, I don't think he's going to play enough games. I don't know when he's supposed to come back. And the Rockets are just free falling. So who, they're not going to rush him back. Right. My ultimate takeaway from the all-star teams is that this game is stupid (laughs) and they shouldn't be playing it. And I don't even think most of these guys want to be there. Like, I think any of these guys, if they got snubbed, would have been like, all right, cool. Like if, I wonder how, and I wonder if they, I guess because it impacts your career and your earning power to be named an all-star. But other than that, I'm sure like Devin Booker's probably like, eh, yeah, it's a chill. I don't have to go to Atlanta during COVID. Mm-hmm. I just, the fact that there's the potential for this to be a, a total debacle. Like we've already seen a dude with COVID on the floor. Like Seth Curry was on the floor with COVID and now 
we're going to do that. The, the, the chance of that happening with dudes from 15 different teams out there, like why? And, why? The, and the dunk contest yeah, and all that stuff. This is not able to be contained between two teams. There's everybody's there. Can't be contained. Can't be. Shouldn't be. Oh, there won't be transmittable defense being played in the all-star game. We know that. So. Yeah, that's true. So maybe that's why Adam Silver gave it the green. Line. You know, uh, Shaq and and Allen Iverson signed up to like work to to like do some stuff with Top Shot. Oh, really? Yeah. So I wonder. I think they might be starting to do like legends stuff. <sighs> Man, I gotta, I gotta pack one of those guys. I think that's the term when you get you don't get that. I packed him. I packed you pack AI. I, I packed AI. Yeah. yeah. Man. Imagine getting an AI top shot. I don't know what I would do. I'd retire. That, that might be enough to get me to sell one of my five Mitchell Robinsons, dude. I'm not. I'm not I think I'd sure. probably retire before I even sold it. <laughs> I would. I would I'd retire just on speculation. Hmm. It's like when I, my rents do. It's like, where's your rent? It's like, I got Have this. You Alan seen my top, top shot? Account? Have you seen where Top Shot is? Here, is that today? You want to watch this 15 second clip, dude? That that should be good for rent. <laughs> There's still the majority of humans are like, so you're buying a highlight? <laughs> you're buying something you can watch for free on YouTube right now? <laughs> That's exactly what everyone is saying. Right. That's what, that is what we need to have clarified. By. Well, I can clarify. I like. I have this. I, mean, eh, I don't trust you. <sighs> you, bought a, you bought five Mitchell Robinson you're, you're You're buying a rare serial number. That is decorated with a little video clip. The same way you're buying a rare serial number of a baseball card that has a picture of a guy on it and his stats. You know, like it's the same thing. That's pretty electric. Joey is showing a Luka Doncic, probably a rookie card. It is a rookie card. It says rated rookie right at the top. Well, there's a little serial number on the back of it somewhere. I'm sure of it. It says number 177, but it doesn't say out of anything. It just says number 177. Right, but it's a, it's like one in a series of whatever. Right. It's the same something even, even more electric. Yeah. Oh, a holographic Luka Doncic rookie card. Yeah. Is that the right term well, for a basketball card? Holographic? Or does that only apply yeah, to Pokemon? Yeah, I don't think it's a, a hot. There's two different versions. Like they're both Don Russ, which I guess is like a popular brand now, which it wasn't back in the day. This is Don Russ Optic. And this mm. is just regular. Mm. So the optic is clearly worth 50,000 times more. I, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Why are Here's you the even other. handling those right now, dude? You're going to ruin their their condition. Oh, that's that's pretty awesome. Why Michael, are those things Michael, out in open air? Michael Porter, and, Michael Porter Jr. With a, with a piece of jersey in it. Every breath you breathe near that thing, it's Every value. breath you <laughs> take. You're decreasing oh. the value by $1 every time you exhale. So you're saying I should wait to exhale? No, I'm saying you should get those things in a freaking sleeve. That's a movie reference. I knew you wouldn't get it, but I, I had to it. do it anyways. Sure, you'll get a text uh, from Brian about it. <laughs> oh, Brian. <laughs> that's, that's a deep reference. That's a deep deuce reference, dude. Yeah, and, well, now he definitely will because yeah. you said his name. And if he doesn't, then we know he's not listening all the way through to the end of the episodes. So not a he true always, fan. He always is, I think. Actually, I don't know. Pretty busy guy. Yeah, man. <laughs> I think this episode's done. Yeah, can we wrap this so I can check out my Top Shot account, dude? I'm just trying to see. Oh what yeah, Mitchell I gotta Robinson's see if the market. I gotta see if the marketplace is back open so I can yeah. buy my Jeremy Grant Top Shot. Come on. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. 
Um, and at some point, I think this week we'll have a bonus deuce with this top shot with this guy who knows about top shot, Yeah, which should be, I, I want to make it into like a top shot series. Now yep. there is a top shot podcast, which is, it's great. Mm-hmm. Like they, they talk about a lot of interesting stuff, but I wouldn't mind doing like our own little, like as many guests as we can get to talk about it just yeah. to learn. Yeah. And hopefully so. we, we have people going in the opposite direction of knowing what top shot is. Cause apparently we didn't do anybody a service the other day. But. I would imagine that my friend who texted me probably still didn't learn anything from this episode. Right. So that's fine. Sorry. We had good Trey young bashing for it to made up. Yeah, for it. that's yeah. true. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Later. Later. For the ones who know that a little late is always too late and that the clock doesn't stop just because you're missing a part, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry and our KeepStock inventory management solutions help ensure you have the right stuff in the right place at exactly the right time. Visit Granger.com/keepstock to learn more. Granger for the ones who get it done.